0: Hello, George Halford, uh, Local Matters, and boy, have we got a show for you today. Uh, I am so excited. Mark Odom uh, uh, with the Rogers Group, vice president, consultant, statewide, working on roads, and uh, uh, there's no term called mover and shaker, and we mean that in a positive way. But we have today with Mark one of our top local, regional, statewide movers and shakers and economic development roads built in our community. So, Mark, we're here to talk about you. I've got to learn to listen, but welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, George. Appreciate the invite and appreciate hospitality at Stone Combs. Awesome. Oh, yeah facility here.
0: They do a great job. Yes, sir. This guy Jake does a great job. He may not want any publicity, but we're going to give him a little bit.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: Uh, let, let, let's just start. Uh, you know what, uh, Who am I? Where did I come from? Where am I going? The Bible, and Billy Graham used to say that. So let's talk about you. Let's start at age birth. Uh, go, through, go through school. Talk about – don't – don't, well, Mindy's probably listening, so don't, don't talk too much about your there you girlfriends go. there. But all just talked about it. Talk about you and your family and growing up and stories.
1: Okay? There you go. Well, I'm very lucky to be in Cookville, Tennessee, and had had the opportunity to raise uh, our families here. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The story starts really uh, I was born into a family, a uh, grandfather, uncle, and dad who built the original interstates as we know it in Tennessee. Wow. Uh, Section of I-24 in Nashville, section of I-75 in Knoxville. Uh, We always called Nashville home, but Mm -hmm. we honestly had a house trailer. Mm -hmm. And back then, you traveled your job. You did. Because – the interstates weren't built yet. <laughs> so right. uh, Highway 70 was the interstate back then. That's right. And from Memphis to Bristol. So although we call Nashville home, uh, grew up in the uh, construction industry. Did I've already learned something. I mm-hmm. did not. So you you cut your teeth in this stuff. Uh, I was going out on jobs age five or six with uh, me yeah. and two other brothers uh, who were also in the industry wow. uh, in Nashville, Mount Juliet area. Okay. But um okay, went to uh Military Academy at Columbia Military Academy,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: And then uh grew up in we we call it Madison, Tennessee, but honestly, we were in that uh house trailer. I went to 10 different schools in 12 years.
0: So you were traveling for the job, the, the which trade. is not un-
1: the trade. The sure. trade. And uh had never been to Cookville until I came up and interviewed uh when it was time to go to college
0: Okay okay.
1: So after the, the uh, Columbia Military Academy And uh, Madison High School Came to Tennessee Tech Entered in civil engineering Okay And back then there was a company called McDowell Enterprises Okay Road Builders Incorporated of Tennessee And they had asphalt plants mm-hmm. In the upper Cumberland area all good. Sparta, mm-hmm. Rockwood, and Harriman. So I co-opted with McDowell out of uh, Civil Engineering School, and luckily, ending ended up graduating. And they had made an acquisition in Atlanta, Georgia. Promoted my mentor and trainer, a guy named Wayne Evans. Wayne
0: Evans, okay,
1: and sent him to Atlanta. And I got his job. Okay. So from... As a young guy,
0: right? Pretty young, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd been with McDowell five years through college and co-oping. And then uh, what I did, I actually got my boss's job the day after I graduated tech. Wow. And uh, so (laughs) in my early years, the 78 to 85, worked for McDowell and Road Builders. And uh, the... The founder of McDowell uh, died at an early age of a mm. heart attack, mm. and sort of caught everyone by surprise. And I made a career choice change at that time uh, to go to work for a company called Highways Incorporated. Yep. Uh, Don Dean, mm-hmm. he was a Livingston product. Okay. Great man, and had built literally built the company uh, by himself with the help of people like me and many others sure. into a grading and drainage whether it be on the interstate four lanes mm-hmm. from Chattanooga to the Kentucky line we either built or repaved just about every section of 111 from Georgia to Kentucky you got your paws and all we, over this we thing. were we were <laughs> we were working long You're, hours but uh, went to work for him at Honestly was supposed to go to Brentwood, where the corporate office was, but ended up uh, by virtue of an acquisition, getting to stay in Cookville mm-hmm. and which was awesome about schools, raising kids, church, Tennessee Tech, oh yeah, and the things that it takes to build a community. So joined up with Mr. Dean and Highways Incorporated. February of 85. Okay. And I was a VP there and ran the base paving, milling, the infrastructure part of that organization until May of 2015. Okay. 30 years. And wow. then and then there was an opportunity we had a lot of asphalt plants that sat in existing Rogers Group quarries. It's a great marriage. Right. So we were partners on every job, every day, practically. Quarries in Sparta, All Good, McMinnville, Liberty, Rockwood, and and those type places. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a, a marriage that needed to— really come together wow you have uh, george Hawford with local
0: matters with mark odom uh, a leader who has had his footprints i called them paws earlier on just about every road construction project in this part of the world so let's go back i didn't mean to interrupt you then but so you, you,
1: man you've been there been, and are still there been there done that <laughs> uh been, been with roger's group eight years eight plus years now uh started out as construction manager for what they call their eastern middle location mm-hmm. and Rogers Group goes from na- west of Nashville to east of Knoxville okay. and basically from the Georgia Alabama line all the way to the Kentucky line so I was in the construction part of it mm-hmm. they were already they already had the aggregates in the quarry locations and we blended that into perfect. a construction really? unit yeah. And then flash forward today, I'm sort of a marketing consultant, obviously a background, Tennessee Tech, civil engineer, but then also doing any kind of consultation, marketing, and that type of deal. We, we, we want everybody in the upper Cumberland to obviously use our products.
0: You just about do. You, and, you guys are very competitive in the bid process and the quality of – I see your I see your projects every day.
1: Well, we're sitting on one now. That's a, <laughs> that's our asphalt out there in that parking yeah, lot, yeah. our rock and our paving, but uh, not doing any of the day to day managing or scheduling anymore. But as you well know, and worked with you at the chamber, yep. I was heavily active in Tennessee Road Builders Association yep. out of Nashville. Yep, past president of that mm-hmm. chamber, moved past, chair. The past chair, past chair. Pass and then uh, try to stay active in the chamber. Yeah. Um, yep. Then we also, with work life balance anymore, you really want to have your company out in the public's eye. No question for to do things for Tennessee Tech. Well, we work for T Dot, but you want to do things for Tennessee Tech, for the Chamber of Commerce, for the Biz Foundry, and all the organizations that it takes to make this community as awesome as it is. But
0: y'all always have. I know we're talking off air. I moved (coughs) here in 04, and they always talked about a guy named Rod Gamble. Sure. Rod was here years ago and was with Highways. And when I first met you, it was Rod had come. No, you were here, and then Rod came back.
1: Yeah, Uh, actually, I was with Highways. Rod was with Rogers Group. I see now. And then left and came back. And went to other companies and then came back as our VP. And he's literally over at a minimum the state of Tennessee now because we're in Gallatin, Columbia, Cookville, Knoxville. So we're spread out and we've got a lot of connectivity. With our various groups.
0: Well, you mentioned church a while ago, and your faith, and you know these things don't happen by accident, Mark. God has been watching over you and your family, and our community and region. And providentially, you are making and have made a difference in this in this community and region.
1: Yes, sir. Came to Tech. I was, as I mentioned, Wayne Evans earlier, before with McDowell Enterprises. He and his wife were heavily involved in the Methodist Church okay. downtown. So is that, is that, that where and you and Mindy have? That's where the kids everybody. Okay. were uh, raised, and yeah, that's sure. where um, Mindy and I got married and that type of thing. So uh, active in the community. Yeah.
0: Tell you what we'll do because Mindy's probably wondering, is he ever going to mention my name? <laughs> but we gotta, we, when we, we're going to – Take a break here in just a short time, and when we come back, we're going to go more into to Mindy and basketball and yes, her, her career, your career, and your family, and where things uh, have headed. But I have all. I often say on the air, I've, I, learned, I think I know people, friends, and leaders. And then I after one quick segment here, I know so much more about you than I than I did, and I certainly hope we hope that uh, I know our listening audience. Uh, is getting to know Mark Odom just a little uh, little bit better. Yes, sir. Uh, again, George Hawford with Mark Odom, uh, uh, Local Matters. <clears throat> we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and talk about the next phase of your life and uh, the next uh, a- episode. Back soon. Welcome back George Halford with Mark Odom and we've talked about uh we're going to come back to roads and highways and uh, infrastructure but right now let's let's go into let's go a little further and really go into the basketball and Mindy uh you said you got you met your wife in in college CCT and just talk about that and your involvement and what what you and Mindy really have meant to Tennessee Tech Athletics, Women's Basketball, High School Basketball with AAU. Can we pick up right there and go
1: from there? That'd be great. Thank you. As I said earlier, uh, both of us are graduates of Tennessee Tech. Uh, Mindy was in uh, education Mm -hmm. and PE Mm -hmm. uh, with a uh, minor in math. I was civil engineer with a minor in math and honestly met at Hooper Eblen. Sure. Uh, I was (laughs) always a big fan. Several ladies that I knew from my hometown, uh, Kim Grizzle and Pam Chambers, played for Mary Nell Metis. Legend. 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 And uh, so it was a great place to take your kids twice a week uh, when they had the home games. And back then, obviously, the media was not as stretched out and as strong as it was. no. And it was it was big at the hoop. It was huge. for home for hometown games. Yeah. A lot of business people. Uh, Joe Galbraith, uh, Bobby and Jean Davis met so many people there. Been a seasoned ticket holder forever, forty years, <laughs> and uh, we got to traveling around following the Tech women's program, mm-hmm. which back then you just about knew or were assured. You were going to go to the NCAA's. Yeah, it was exciting. So many good well, we players. Were a powerhouse, big uh, time,
0: big time. I mean, his, the Upper Cumberland, the 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 women. We're, we're going to talk about that in a moment. All the stars that came out of the Upper Cumberland that played high school and AAU ball, and, and yes, then sir. even t- in Tennessee Tech. I mean,
1: undoubtedly. So we traveled, and uh, it got in my blood, <laughs> and. Uh, Got four children, had two boys first, two mm-hmm. girls last, and coached in all the junior pro oh, yeah. activities oh, yeah. and that type of deal. But as uh, after Mindy and I got married and Mary Nell had mo- moved to Florida State and onto the WNBA, that's right. Bill Whirl replaced her, and Bill selected Mindy as his first hire assistant coach Did not know when that. he was promoted. Yep. He called Mindy and said, "Hey, she'd been here four years. Said you'll be my assistant coach. <laughs> so I would drive her to recruiting trips. Oh yeah, and that type of deal. Followed the women's program. And back then, you'd t- a weekend trip. You'd leave and like go to Moorhead. Then you'd go on to Eastern. Oh then yeah, you'd come yeah. back. Yep, yep. And the men and the women they they traveled double headers. So that led to me and Mindy, to which part she could be involved in the AAU, recruiting young ladies, helping them in their high school years, but also trying to help them on to college and obtain scholarships. And we were well committed to that.
0: You know, uh, George Hoffer with uh, Mark Odom, uh, we're in a phase that I'm excited to learn more about, and that is... AAU basketball, high school basketball, Mindy, I'm learning a lot. Tennessee Tech, and um, let's let's pick right up where we left off talking about uh, uh, Bill Worrell was a, it was a legend here. We,
1: so we've had two legends yes, at sir. Tennessee Tech in women's basketball. Yes, sir. And and in my opinion, I think we've got another one. Oh, well, we, we do in the we making do. right have, now yeah. with we Kim do. Rosamond. We do. Uh, uh, Tennessee Tech women's basketball is back, and as you are aware, we won the uh, the OVC yes, last did. year, made it to the NCAA. Yes, we did. And that's that's what you like to see the the fruit uh, come to the top when these some of these young ladies have been playing since they were six, exactly. And with COVID, and with other things, several of them had the opportunity to get four or five, six years out of this. That's right which obviously helped Tennessee Tech, but it also helped them in their education yeah. because 99% of them aren't going to make a living playing basketball
0: That's exactly in that right.
1: afterlife. That's right. So you want them to be successful as a person. Contacts, networking, on the, education. On the court, uh, and then whatever career they so choose, which a lot of them do end up in basketball. Yeah,
0: Mark, just a quick uh Looking back, and we get at my age, you look back a lot. But it, when up until when I first moved here, and all through, uh, you know, we used to fill these before the technology and the basketball every night on TV. Men and women fill that arena, and yes, we sir. still we still lead the we led the OVC for years in attendance. I don't know what I, it is. I think is today, I
1: recall. Ten consecutive years, in that Marinelle Metters, Bill Whirl, Mindy era, for about ten consecutive years. I hope I am saying this correctly. Tennessee Tech women's basketball was in the top ten in the nation in attendance. Wow,
0: did not know that. But that yes, was that, that was a, the way of life. We t- you said earlier you are here. It's a snowy, rain, uh, cold January, February night, and Tech women or and Tech men are playing basketball
1: the uh the highest form and most economical f- form of entertainment that you could do for oh, your kids
0: relationships
1: and just family time yes sir yeah yes sir so
0: we uh mindy then goes on uh she leaves and goes to the high school yes sir uh tech uh, college
1: basketball requires a lot of traveling it does, and you got four kids and recruiting yeah. Uh, the summer camps, the AAU oh, yeah. tournaments and all that kind of thing. She made the uh, the, the smart choice, the logical choice t- to go back into high school, did three years at Cannon County High School, okay. made it to the state tournament one wow. year, wow. Okay. and then 30 years at Cookville High School, made it to the Legend state tournament uh, two years. And then we tried to encapsulate and tie the AAU process into – the ladies that wanted to go on and play, oh, whether they were. And when you're in the Upper Cumberland. You're in the sweet spot, aren't Cookville, you? Cookville, Clark Range, Livingston, Jackson oh, County. Oh. If you just – White County.
0: You could just recruit the,
1: the you, Upper Cumberland. You could put together – got a pretty good ball team. You could put together <laughs> some great teams, and we did. You did? Yes, we did it for 18 years. Uh, finished second in the nation and the jo games junior olympics did not uh, know that twice and then we we went to the nationals every year every year with multiple teams (laughs) and came in second once third once and then uh, many top seven and top top nine finishes you know we were talking
0: off air too we uh we're we're a big time program. Hey, oh, when we were recruiting the women's uh, state high school basketball uh, championships here, we had the state football. Yes, sir. We were we and uh, you we said off air we won, but we didn't that we we didn't get it. But talk, we got a few seconds. Talk about the that journey and where we were. We had we thought we had seven votes going in.
1: Yes, sir. But I
0: understand they wanted to move it
1: around different places. Well, at that time, I was. Heavily involved with tech, heavily yep. involved with chamber. Chamber, so we, like you said, we had won the bids on TWSAA football and doing well in I, that. I, I brought up, hey, the hot beds right here. Let's go try to get the the basketball and the hoop was in good shape. Yeah, we had just we remodeled, remodeled it, it no. that kind of thing. No. We went down and. uh Mark Burnett, yourself, yeah, my, yeah. myself, Laura Wolf. I'll tell you what, let, let's stop right there. Uh, George Hofford, uh Local Matters with uh,
0: Mark Odom. Back soon. George Hofford, uh here with Mark Odom. Uh, wow, you're involved in everything, Mark, and still are. The, the counts for our community, region, state, Tennessee Tech, the Chamber. Let's pick up where we left off with uh, TSSAA, our efforts to try to get the State women's high school. We had a vision of being the st- the high school capital of football and basketball, and uh, came pretty close, and still are. So yeah. let's talk about that a moment. We it?
1: we made our presence felt that day, <laughs> um, and I, we went in going after men, and boys and girls, men and women. And toward the end, I made a comment. You know, if they agree to split it up, uh, take the girls because when That's you look at is. The success, and that's what we did. What we shot at, and it's it's almost like it ties right into the chamber and the Highlands area, oh, the region. Because sure. we we are the hub of the Upper Cumberland. Oh, have been for a long, and, and time. have been for a long time. However, uh, that wasn't successful. Uh, but, but every year, I guess the background is look up, and you're just about going to see Cookville. Upperman, Livingston, Clark Range, just just those schools right there have still made it to the state, although it's in Murfreesboro. So we're still there, and we're going to get our presence is well known.
0: Let's switch. I know for our listeners let's let's talk today roads, local, state, city, county, region, and uh, we're going to go. I'm going to let you just take off and talk about what's going on, construction, and where we are, and what we're doing.
1: Yes, sir. Love to. Well, as I said, I was past president of Tennessee Road Builders, which is heavily involved with TDOT, worked for Highways Incorporated and Rogers Group for numerous years, and now in the latter years, more of a consulting role, marketing. But I still stay in tune and in touch with the Highlands, the Chamber, the counties that involve those are some of the primary Counties that Roger's group is heavily involved in, through quarries, construction, community involvement, work, work-life balance, and that type of thing. Exciting things that are going on. Obviously, Cookville is just, from Baxter to Monterey is just under a, a surge of growth. Yeah, it's been building so, for a while. And it's it's been it's the momentum's been building. Tdot, there's a brand new. Program in T. called the Transportation Modernization Fund. Okay, and when Governor Lee was reelected last year, he came in and realized we're going we're going everywhere and bringing companies into these industrial parks. Yes, and it's Where just it's 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 blossoming, it's, it's booming, it's growing. Tennessee Avenue, look at how much has changed down there. Uh, Academy Sports. FedEx, Garrett Brothers, the new Putnam County Fairgrounds, yeah. Hyundai dealership, things like that are happening here. Portobello on down right there on the yes, sir. Amazing. So with all those things, obviously Knoxville, Nashville, Chattanooga, and Memphis have always got the big bucks. However, with this new modernization fund, TDOT is divided into four regions, mm-hmm. one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. We lie in Region Two, governed out of Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. He allocated three point three billion dollars last year. Okay, seven hundred and fifty million for each region. Okay, so in our region, there's going to be seven hundred fifty million. Plus, in addition to that, three hundred million for just counties.
0: Oh, and so we do
1: have a fund that we have not had. Before. Yes, sir. The Putnam county Putnam County Highway Department has always been funded with an annual budget and they'll do you know right. 1.2 1.5 million in paving you know six eight ten miles with this set aside fund, 95 counties can go into that. Putnam County's in pretty good shape because the formula for that how that's divvied up half of it is decided about your size of your annual budget. A fourth of it is determined by road land mile, not lane mile, but land miles of road. Think about our county. In the county and rural. And then a fourth of it's population. So obviously, Putnam County is going to receive more than Overton and Jackson and White and especially Clay and Pickett and that type of deal. I do know that last year they took advantage of that and did $2 million of additional paving on state aid roads just in Putnam County. I see. Okay. The fairgrounds is moving to Tennessee Avenue. One of these days, I suspect, maybe the highway department and the buses and that type of thing will That's, end up I believe that sort anchoring, of the long anchoring down plan. there. When you talk about dot and dot funds, you come to the city of Cookville, which is record growth. Now you've got a city budget. To consider, mm-hmm. great projects going on within the city. Oh, uh, just breaking ground on the eight million dollar contract to widen Fisk Road from Old Kentucky. Wow, to Fisk Road, Tenth Street, as we know it, mm-hmm. the old, old State Route Forty Two. Mm-hmm. Will it? It will mirror exactly what's in front of Food City now. Uh, they've got a job on the drawing boards. Uh, Stephen Street,
0: yes, to like, make a new yeah.
1: east-west yep. corridor from Willow to Low, and curb and gutter, sidewalks, mm-hmm. safety, and drainage upgrades, and then traditionally the city's grown uh, to, to doing six or seven hundred and fifty thousand a year in milling and or paving to about one point five million. Mm-hmm. You've seen that budget. Double in the last five years, Mark. We're really into some some meat now for
0: our listeners. Uh, George Hofford, Mark Odom, uh, local matters, talking about actual real world life uh, road projects, and we're not going have to have we're going to have to probably have you back in the future just Boy. to talk about what's going on. But carry on.
1: Well, we can do it for sure. But uh, very well pleased as a civil engineer, been around tech, been involved in the chamber. Cookville is methodically growing smartly. We've done the right things we're, we're, over we're, a long time. This goes back many, many years. Yes, sir. And, and who, 10 years, ago, a decade ago, who would have fathomed no. the growth that we're experiencing just no. in the, the housing, the, the factories, yeah. the, the jobs creation, and that type of deal? It's
0: our time. It and is. in spite of the world, world and all the things we can't control – Things are pretty good in the Upper Cumberland.
1: Very life, good. Life is good <laughs> at, on the Upper Cumberland. I know I used to say that when I would give you all the infrastructure updates Report, at yeah. uh, the chamber and that kind of thing. With this new program that TDOT, it's it's going to filter all the way down to the cities and counties. So we're set up from the
0: cities through the county through the region for some really great yes, sir. opportunities in, in roads.
1: Yes, sir. I'm in the looking forward. Uh, eight miles of I-40 will be resurfaced at night uh, this spring and early summer. <clears throat> if you've driven down by Prescott, the Jefferson Avenue State Route 136 project from I-40 yes. to the, the on ramp. On 111 South, $40 million project. We've talked about that forever. Yes, sir. And now it's boom. Now you can tell where the road's going to go.
0: That's right. And then that that, decisions are being made for economic development based on
1: that. Yes, sir. I think it'll be completed in the next year to year and a half. Just like Tennessee Avenue five years ago, TDOT's now looking at the Baxter interchange with all the growth of Portobello. Uh, loves McDonald's the residential, residential uh, the high school the ju- everything is moving westward mm-hmm. so they have on the drawing board they're looking at redoing the yeah. exit 280 wow. and I, my vision would say that it would probably resemble uh the Tennessee Avenue one sure you've got bridges involved oh, yeah. you've got on and off ramps you've got portobello and that type of thing so You're going to see some work on Willow that everyone's been talking about. Needing that. There will be some challenges, obviously, with the right-of-way, the utilities, the trestle bridge for the railroad. But the new TDOT theme or logo is Build With Us.
0: Build With Us.
1: and Man, that uh, is great. I think they're starting to get the right people in the leadership down there. And, yes, the I-24 is in Chattanooga. The 40, I-40 in Nashville and Knoxville, I-65, they're going to get a lot of the dollars because of the high volume of traffic. Well, they have to.
0: I, I get that to but, a point.
1: But this new transportation modernization fund is, is going to be an equalizer. Region 2 is going to get $750 million, the same as Nashville. See,
0: and we, we're well positioned. Uh...
1: So when you look at I-40 – you think about a truck climbing lane coming up Silver Point where the okay. trucks struggle. Mm-hmm. More so, exit 290 to exit 300 to Monterey, yep, eastbound, yep. A, tr- a truck climbing lane. If you go up to Crossville right now, they've broken ground on 127 north from Crossville. They've already led it all the way under contract to Clark Range, very very heavily traveled, and very dangerous two-lane road. No question. So in Region 2, we're going to be able to take advantage of some of the projects that we might not have realized for another decade, in my opinion.
0: You know, more and more, we had this saying at the chambers, you know, in the region, more and more, we want to give our citizens less and less region reason to leave and go to these urban areas, and we're doing that. We're with Tennessee Tech. With the hospital, with our industries, with the roads, we want these kids to stay
1: here when they graduate. And and I think it's happening. I really do. Yeah,
0: Mark Odom. I knew we'd do this when we started. We we, we just don't have enough time. But the good news is, is that there's opportunities. Your our people are, are ready for this. Uh, there's going to be some short term, uh, uh, in you know, it, pain. For, so there's pain, always pain. growing pains. That's right. But uh, the future's bright, my friend, and thank you so much for being a friend and what you do to make a difference in this community. Yes, sir. George Alford with Mark Odom, Local Matters. Good day.